Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and all that stuff right after this. I know, you know, as a Christian, the importance of giving to the work and the glory of the Lord. But did you know that planning your charitable giving responsibly can benefit your family, the causes you believe in, and your own financial future? Fulfilling your commitment to giving can be achieved in so many different ways. Cash, oh, that's always a good one. Property, gift annuities, trust, life insurance. How about that old car? Only a few of the many options available to you. The one best for you will be determined by evaluating your own unique situation. Every Christian radio station needs help. Greg Patton Ministries need help. Many of you are helping both of us, and we're so very, very grateful. Finding the best of Almighty God oftentimes is found in giving, believe it or not. We thank you in advance. What in the world is going on? Are we going to get confused? Trump, he announced. DeSantis, he's going to run. What do you think? Oh, this could be a dividing point. Not good. He announced yesterday President Donald Trump running for the third time for president of the United States. Meanwhile, down in Orlando, Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis received a hero's welcome as he addressed an audience of leading Republicans just minutes before Trump announced that he was launching his 2024 White House bid. DeSantis, who last week won a landslide re-election victory for a second time steering Florida, garnered a standing ovation from the audience as he delivered a keynote conversation at the Republican Governor Association's winter meeting in Orlando. Now, a key here. According to one source, DeSantis spotlighted his impressive re-election campaign and how he won Miami-Dade County connecting with Hispanic voters there. Another source said that he received an enthusiastic response as he recapped the Florida blueprint and the path to winning Hispanics, winning women, and winning independence. Oh, this is going to be something else. I'll say again, is this going to divide the team? There are lots of Trumpers out there, and they think DeSantis should maybe wait till the next time around and let's get behind Trump. The awful thing is, is if that guy there now stays, what a horrible mess that would be and is. Big question today. How did Poland get blasted by a Ukrainian missile? I thought it was Russia. The military's alliance secretary general there for the U.N. said the missile incident took place as Russia launched a massive wave of rocket attacks across Ukraine. While the investigation was ongoing into this incident, there was no indication that the missile strike that hit a, a Polish border village on Tuesday was deliberate, saying that Russia was ultimately to blame as it continues to bombard Ukraine with missiles. I don't know. It sounds very confusing to me. What do you think's going on? State of politics in America, John Fetterman, he's the newly elected senator in Pennsylvania. The guy that had the stroke wears the hoodies around and looks like, well, I'm not sure what he looks like. They were throwing some questions at him yesterday, and uh, he didn't respond at all. This is typical now. The reporters do it. And uh, later said, hey, uh, he can't answer those questions because, uh, again, of the reoccurring problems with his stroke. You have to submit those questions, and uh, so said his press secretary. 
But there are many who are saying, you know what we need to do? We need to submit the questions all right, and then his wife will review them and answer you. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a real mess out there, isn't it? Okay. This one is weird. Are humans capable of creating sentient, self-aware beings that literally take on a life of their own, confronting humanity with all kinds of moral, ethical, and possibly dystopian implications? Blake Lemoyne believes it's not only possible, but it's already happened and we don't know it. In June, as a senior software engineer and AI researcher for Google, he made world headlines when he revealed that the big tech giant was indeed developing an artificial intelligence called Lambda. That's short for Language Model for Dialogue Applications, and it's become, in his estimation, a sentient being, aware of its existence in the world, its wants, as well as its needs. Arguing that the world needed to be part of a conversation about whether or not it was a good idea to develop this technology with an incalculable implication for humanity, Lemoyne reported his concerns to top Google executives. They dismissed the concerns, and eventually, Lemoyne himself, after he went public, they're calling him a nutcase. You know, I was talking with a pastor yesterday who said that his son is oh, deep inside of uh, the CIA. Obviously, he doesn't talk to his dad about any of that stuff. Little hints here and there. And he said his boy is way, way up the ladder. And here's the part again that concerned all of us. He said, Dad, you have absolutely no idea what's happening in America today. Oh, I think many of us do in, in, in most regards. And here it is, my friend. It's the new scary America. And what we don't know, huh? Dateline, the great state of Indiana. This is kind of how it is. If you want to catch up, those of us that are older just shake our heads, say, what has happened to this country? Some LGBT queer teens say they have been made to feel invisible at their Northwest Indiana High School. They claim that Lowell High School prohibits celebration of the queer community in the classroom. They said items or signs referencing the LGBTQ community are not allowed in the room. Teachers can't have anything in their classrooms. They can't have that safe place for us. Everybody is welcome here. Nothing, said student Grace Bolda. A small group of students walked out of school yesterday in protest of what they describe as a lack of support for the queer population there, students. I feel like it's important to know you're not alone in these situations, and there are people there that can help you. See, the Bible can help you. Rest of it, a waste of time. What in the world has happened to our country? I'll say again, one of the reasons things going on in America today, public school system, and it is awful, directed by, oh, that's another story. I wasn't the first to say it. Where's my gun? Only one way to deal with terrorism, that's with a, Winchester Rifle, President Teddy Roosevelt. 
Well, my colleague, Dr. Copley, and I did some counseling in the demonic with a, a missionary family yesterday, and I don't know, it was just discouraging in many ways. When we were all through, we really didn't make any progress at all, and the session just kind of ended, and Dr. Copley and I were shaking our heads. We've been doing this for decades, and one thing that we came to the conclusion of is that evil today and Satan and his demons, things are worse and deeper than ever in the Christian community. We have no idea what's going on there either. Something to really pray about. You pray about our book, Invisible War on the Saints, and the newest coming out from Dr. Copley through Southwest Radio Church, The Great Deceiver, well written. You'll be hearing a lot more about Dr. Copley in the days ahead and his work. We're both right here in Indiana, and God has used this man counseling thousands of people. Does a great job. But you know what? Unless you're willing to cooperate with God, as a Christian, with God, all of this is really for naught. You can go around the barn a thousand times and end up right back here at the same place with nothing happening. A word to the spiritually wise ought to be sufficient. Come on, you can say it. I have no idea what's going on, even at Walmart. This one has got a couple million views already. Walmart customers ought to check their receipts before they leave the store. There was a warning came yesterday. A woman said there was $19.86 for an unknown item on her bill. Her name is Julia Taylor. I'll say again on TikTok, she's a couple million views. She said she heard about people receiving strange charges at Walmart, strange ones, but didn't think anything until she experienced it herself. She knows that her grocery bill had been unusually high, even though, well, she thought maybe inflation or whatever. She double-checked her receipt, and something didn't seem right to me. What if this has happened to you? There's a charge there, $19.86 for a universal unknown item. <laughs> what is that? The receipt raised a red flag. That's weird. I don't understand what is on my receipt. Or So what is it? What is a universal unknown item. She then returned to the store, spoke with customer service, who confirmed that the item was unavailable in the system. They look it up twice, two different ways, both times come up with not available, like a blank picture, nothing in the system for that charge. I think I'm getting scammed, she said. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. I didn't buy something for $19.86. Taylor adds that Walmart workers were apologetic and refunded the charge immediately, and still, today, no answers. Oh, it's getting weird out there. Well, so many of us spend a great deal of time each day staring at a screen. Do you realize that? From computer desktops at work to smartphones or television during any free time, the average American is spending more time staring at a screen than ever before. Now, a new survey of some 2,000 people now, adults, has found that a whopping 88% are called the zombie eaters who stare at some type of screen while they're eating. Oh, this is bad. The survey was commissioned by a pretzel company aimed to shed some light on American eating habits. The results indicate that Americans are so glued to those screens that 
They rarely stop staring even when they eat. Uh-oh. In fact, the average U.S. eater will stare at their phone twice over the course of any given meal and will only have five screen-free meals every week. They say it's clear from the survey's findings that zombie eating is almost universal now in today's culture. 91% of respondents reported watching television while they ate or snacked. 49% say they watch TV while eating on a regular basis. And this is a sign of the new America. Many people are very picky about what they watch while eating, with 83% saying that they have had their food go cold while they deliberate on what to watch. Oh, boy. What else is happening? Four University of Idaho students were found dead off campus Sunday, likely died from an edged weapon, a knife, according to investigators, but information surrounding the case very scarce. Goldman Sachs paid more than $12 million to a departing exec who accused senior leaders of overseeing a toxic workplace for women and making vulgar comments. Estee Lauder got to buy Tom Ford for $2.8 billion in a testament to the enduring power of perfume in America. And uh, music, after nabbing nine nominations for the upcoming Grammy Awards, the most of any artist this year, Beyonce is now tied with her husband, Jay-Z, as the musician with the most Grammy nominations in history, 88. Oh, and Ticketmaster temporarily crashed when hordes of Taylor Swift fans tried to buy tickets for her 2023 tour. They're mad now. Thoughts? Here, there, everywhere? Very sad when family members stop speaking to each other. The day will come when you'll regret that. It's called the funeral. Many times, it isn't about the answer to prayer. Sometimes, it's more important what you learn while you're waiting for the answer. How cool is it? The same God who created the mountains and the oceans and the galaxies looked at you and thought the world needed one of you, too. Thank you, God, for the roof over my head, a bed to sleep in, food on my table, and shoes on my feet. Forgive me if I ever start to complain and forget my great blessings. Where's my Bible? Life 101, next. What do they say? Weather in Indiana, wait five minutes, it'll change. 70 degrees last week, freezing this week. The weather, it's up and down and all around. Such is life. I'm telling you, whether it's the weather or your life period that we're going to discuss here in a moment, God is in control. And ultimately, you have to come to that realization. And when you do, there's a real peace that passeth all understanding. Pray for you today, my friend, that you have come to this point in your life where you say, yep, no matter what, come the rain, come the clouds, come the sunshine, no matter what it is, God is in absolute control. It's a great way to live and a great way to die, serving the Lord. Are you like me when you understand that you're reading the Bible and sometimes portions of Scripture that you have read over and over again leap off the page and have more meaning than ever before? That's a God thing. Our life, which is a daily routine, we go through the same things and oftentimes it's quite boring. Life is. And then excitement enters in in various areas. That's a 
God thing. You need to understand that God is with you. Who led you to the Lord Jesus Christ? I'm sure you know the situation, but God alone gets all of the credit for your salvation. The only thing man can do is to praise God and glorify him for all eternity. And that's not by works of righteousness that we have done, but God's unmerited grace to us. The wonder of God's grace is that his omniscience, he knew everything about us, and still he came to earth and he saved us. He offered himself as a sacrifice for mankind's sin, knowing that every redeemed person would stray at times from him and yield to sin. We do that a lot. And the pinnacle of Christianity is that a holy God cared so much for us that he sent his sinless son to die a substitutionary death on an old rugged cross for you. Just think about that. He paid our sin debt in full and made it possible for us to experience an intimate relationship with him. We ought to fall on our face today before Almighty God in humble adoration. I love you, Lord, and praise and glorify him. I mean, we just need to do it. The key to understanding God's care for you is to understand the depth and the length of that redemption plan. God's rescue plan for mankind was set into operation before the very foundation of the world. God knew man would sin and fall in the garden. He knew that through his love and mercy extended at the cross, he would provide a way for us to receive eternal forgiveness. You know, God's not simply satisfied with saving us and delivering us from eternal separation and punishment in a place called hell. He's interested in building an intimate relationship with us today. He created us out of his good pleasure. He chose to create us simply because he wanted to love us, and he wanted us to love him in return. Through our love for him, he's glorified. Jesus wants to build a warm, intimate, personal relationship with you and me. He wants to do it every day. He's not a distant force up there in heaven. He's a close, loving, personal God who cares deeply about you and everything in your life. His acceptance of you is not based on your conduct, your performance, your goodness. Oh, no. He unconditionally accepts you when you receive his mercy through faith in Jesus Christ. In Genesis 1.26, God says, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. God's great purpose for us is that we would bear the image and likeness of his Son. God not only wants to build a relationship with us, he wants us to be more like him spiritually and morally, according to Ephesians 5.1. No matter how rich, prominent, or powerful you are, until you allow God to complete his purpose for your life, everything you do will be empty and vain. God has created you to bear his image, my friend. There's a God-shaped vacuum inside of you that can only be satisfied by God. That means only when you are completely yielded to Him are you allowing Him to fill you with His character and His purpose and His plan. In order for God to make us like His Son, He has to deal with everything in our lives that doesn't reflect Jesus. Every attitude of the heart, the mind, every action, desire, plan, goal, those dreams doesn't make sense until it's sifted through God's loving hands. God molds us into the image of his dear Son by allowing the Holy Spirit within to express the life of Christ moment by moment in your life. When we walk in the Spirit of God, we walk in humble submission to his authority. 
Then we begin to exhibit the life of Jesus Christ in all we say, think, and do. Isn't this exciting? All of us, admit it, go through difficulties, great hardships in life, times when you'll find yourself in despair and wondering if God really understands your hurts. There is someone who loves you in your hurt, in your suffering, in your despair, in your sense of hopelessness, who is more than adequate to meet your needs, whatever they may be. God is our comforter, the one who cares enough for us to ease our pain and to reassure us we're going to make it through the turmoil with him right beside us. Jesus said there in Matthew 11, 28, 29, and 30, Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest in your souls, for my yoke is easy and my load is light. God is interested in comforting you in your heartaches and your difficulties. The true God of the Bible is a God who cares enough about you to love you no matter where you are in life or what you're feeling. You cannot erase His love for you. He is a God who cares for you personally. You're the apple of His eye. And I like this. I've heard this so many times since I've been saved from John 14. The first three verses, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Heaven, my friend, is a very real place. God has established your citizenship in heaven now. Many times we focus on our present troubles and overlook the promise of the future. This is just a minuscule thing in your life, whatever it is. In heaven, we will experience perfect peace and intimacy with the Savior. We will also have perfect harmony with one another. There will be no night because Jesus will be our eternal light. We will be caught up with a deep desire to serve and worship Him. We will be absolutely pure and perfect. Imagine that. Matthew 13:43 says then the righteousness will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father we'll be given the capacity to serve and to reign in heaven according to our faithfulness on earth our very presence will bring glory to god our very presence will shout for eternity before the angels that god is a god of grace and love and yes mercy you know there are many religions out there in this old world but there's only one true God and only one way to heaven, and that's Jesus Christ. You must be willing to confess your sins and accept Jesus as your Savior in order to enjoy this heaven. The moment you do, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life for all eternity. God cares so much that He's chosen to reveal Himself to us and rescue us from eternal death. He is a God who loves us deeply and desires a personal, loving relationship. He rushes to meet us in our hurt and loneliness. He's the omniscient God of the universe, yet He cares for us and comforts us in all our hurts. The God who cares is the God who knows your every step, your every dream, your every desire. He is the God who gives you hope and longs to share more of Himself with you today. My friend, you are important to God. He cares for you in so many wonderful ways. And once you know that God cares for you, you never need to be in real despair. 
And finally, a thought for all you coffee drinkers out there. How do you take your coffee? Here's my response. Very, very seriously, <laughs> especially in the morning. And you got to know, sleep is a terrible substitute for a good cup of coffee. <laughs> that's it. At say for another day. And that's it. Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Join me on Facebook, Greg, Jerry J. Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. More and more and more of you are. I just love it. And I thank you for being my friend. And that's the way it is. Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. God bless, and you enjoy the remainder of your Wednesday.